December 3rd, 2022. It's a lot from Pedro's show. Well, and then if you have time uh, during your staying here in Japan now, uh, do you particularly like to go visit or uh, see something in Japan? Well, if we have time, uh, well, yeah, I like to see some of the temples and uh, I like to... Uh, I like to hear some uh, Japanese music. Uh-huh. You know, some of the classical. What is this instrument? The kakaori or the koto? Koto. I like to hear some some of this. And mm. I like to maybe go to some rural areas to ah. see some of the traditional. Well, you mentioned one thing that koto. Koto, yeah. Mm. Uh, Roland Clark uh, stopped in Japan about the uh, Nagoya Chalmera, is that correct? Mm, Nagoya, maybe Nagoya, Nagoya Chalmera, that sort of uh, fruit, is that correct? Fruit? Uh, like oboe. Oboe. Like oh, yeah, he bought one. Yeah, I want to go to the music store and see what I can <laughs> what I can find, you know. I see. This is the uh, uh, advertisement dropping at the TV. <laughs> yeah. I wanna... Well, anyhow. Well, those are things I like to do. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, there is something uh, to... Oh, yes, I just forgot about the Japanese fans. Can you uh, hold some comment to Japanese modern fans through this microphone? Say hello. Well, uh, hello, and uh, thank you, and we're glad to be here, and we hope to see you and play for you. Well, thank you very, very much for a great interview with thank you, Mr. You. John Colton. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Correct. Right. 
Bob from Pedro Show. Happy Saturday. Start off the show with Kazuaki Sujimoto asking John Coltrane Tokyo 1966 about what he would like to do with any free time he might have on the then current Japan tour. And then we had Chavez with Unreal's here. And because of those Estonian software engineers with their incredible Skype invention, I got with me all the way from Manhattan, not the Kansas one, but the New York one, Brother Matt Sweeney. Welcome aboard, Brother Matt. What an honor to be here, Matt. Thanks. Absolute. And uh, we got to thank Brother Stevie Bono for the connect, right? Hell yeah. Thanks, Stevie. Okay. Now, please bring your earliest musical recollection. Uh, Probably seeing the monkeys uh, on TV, decided that that was it. Monkeys. Don Kirshner. The, the, the TV show did. Was he the producer for the Monkees? I think he put the band together. Did he? That's interesting. I wouldn't shit you. They used to I, film I, the uh, Don Kirsten rock concerts across the channel here at the Long Beach Auditorium. By the way, that's where I saw my first gig. It was uh, me and D. Boone saw T-Rex when we were 14. I can't believe you got to see that gig. What was he touring? What record? Slider. Oh. Yeah. Ringo uh, uh, picture and then our, Tony Visconti. Great snare drum sound. Huh? So oh, no so shit. anyway, uh, get back you, to your story. Your, your well, first memory well, I, is. Oh yeah, but well, I, I have a question for you. Did you get to Did you get to attend any of those Don Kirshner's rock concerts? Yeah, that's how I know that they filmed them there. Yeah, they let people come in for free. It was actually the other side of the stage, like there was a smaller room behind. They tore this pad down. It's the Long Beach uh, Opera House now. But yeah, they were there, and I I saw several. I saw, in fact, T-Rex, Mark Boland, the star wouldn't come up. He had a bullwhip and shit. But uh, the gig was uh, really intense. uh, I bet. Because... uh, but it still was arena rock, so a tiny, tiny man and weird mm-hmm. sound, especially for bass. Uh, but let, let's get to your story. Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah. Your okay, earliest so, yeah, musical the, recollection. Monkeys and probably my dad playing bagpipes or something like that. That's all. You know, so, so monkeys for me. Oh, uh, so your pop's of, a musician. Oh, hell yeah. My, okay. My mom, too, my, so, my mom, too. But ne- ne- neither professional, but both of them much better than me. Yeah, but the point is... The pad you grew up in had musical instruments? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, yeah but, you know, it's funny. There was a guitar lying around, but, like, my dad was born in 1930. You know, my mom was born in 43. They were not interested in rock music at all. They weren't against it. They just weren't interested in it. So That's all right with mom, me, because music's music. I hate that yeah, genre totally, bullshit. Totally. Yeah, totally. No, no, for, for, for sure. But, but, but I would say that there was a bit of a difference. Just, you know, my dad was a bit older. Of course, of course. And, uh, but and, did, and he, did you ever hear him play that guitar? No, he didn't play. He, uh, he, he wasn't. He, he he played piccolo. He played bagpipes. He played tuba. He played. Flute. He was a wind man. Yeah, man. And and, and and he liked heavy metals. Like like he liked he liked tuba. He really got into tuba later on. But, but bass uh, clef, bass clef, bass clef. But also, but then piccolo too. He was into things that were that were intense. You know, like <laughs> shrill, shrill or low. And what your mom you know. play? She was a she sings. Oh, uh, that's an instrument. Yeah. yeah, and she was the like director of her of her high school choir, which is actually kind of a thing. She went to a high school called Marymount in New York City, which had a good Marymounts are usually uh, Ignatius Loyola Marymount, the, the yes. creator of the Jesuits. My, my father, Mike, was a Jesuit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, Company and of Jesus. Yeah. He split. He, he obviously split in order to uh, to procreate. Um, but uh, he split in '57 during the. the, the That's the when I was born. Sputnik. See, 
Well, well, that, that was also a Vatican too. That was the great Catholic exodus. Also, was, John Coltrane quit heroin. There you go. A lot of good shit happened. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, and the instruments laying around, you didn't jump on any of those. I did actually. The guitar, okay. the, the, the guitar looks sexy to me. Um, so, but I didn't jump on it. I would look at it. I'd take it out. I'd sort of pretend to play it and stuff like that. And I, I, re, I, I could still remember. Still, actually, I have a very vivid, vivid memory. Actually, talking to you right now, of what it feels like to look at a guitar and not know what the fuck to do with it. Was you it know a, what I mean? Was <laughs> it acoustic? Did, yeah, yeah, it was like a okay. nylon string. I think it was, it was my mom's, you know. And uh, uh, but she didn't play. My dad didn't play. So it was around. For, for me to open up the case and look at it and then it didn't really look like the monkey's guitars either so oh it's in a case so it wasn't just sitting yeah, there yeah yeah no 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 I, I would take it out or I'd open up the case I don't know if you if I would even take it out the case and then then but I, when I was eight years old my dad was like well you got to play an instrument in the school band so I did clarinet well, that, this reason. is what I'm going to ask you were you in the yeah. marching band or the choir I was like not. Okay. I well, I wasn't. I, I I again. The monkeys thing was fucking deep. All I wanted to do was rock. But 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 I also had. Really you nice know what? Parents. It ain't the clarinet. But fucking Andy McKay used to rock the oboe and Roxy music. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> I love I, his, his shit on, on It ain't the liquor stick, but still, anybody, you know, out of the blue, I think it is. There's a fucking oh, so tour that I, John Wetton did with him, right? But, Designer but, but he's G. Also, he's yeah. also wailing on Virginia Plane. He's just. Oh, yeah, that's right. that's right. <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. he'd be wearing the sacks and rocking the elbow so he could switch off. Yeah. Maximum, maximum harvest. So, so let's get back to your story. First <laughs> yeah. record you bought with your own money. Uh, that is, God damn it, I was just wondering what the hell record that was. Because you know you own... ain't got a lot of money when you're a kid. So. I know, I know. And so so there was a lot of begging my mom, you know, my mom or my dad. And they were cool. They liked that I liked music. So the first thing that comes to mind is me asking my mom to, to buy me Kiss Love Gun and her going, Yeah, no. but that ain't your own money. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm... I'm, I'm it had to be. We saw uh, Kiss three times before the first record came out. They would open for uh, anybody over here. Nitty -gritty, were, yeah, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, fucking Savoy <laughs> Brown, Wishbone Ash. Kiss. Yeah, yeah, and the, the sign was only light bulbs. Okay, uh, I love that. So you uh, can't, you can't uh, remember. Okay, so, so, remember, it's no, a lot no, from Pedro's no, it's, show. It's, there's no hard easy. questions and yeah, there's no, no, no wrong answers. But memories are, are, are weird, so I'm, I, because it really... The, the oh, yeah, is, I chase them down. I don't let what yeah. Alzheimer win by default. Yeah, you know, I feel like it, it could have been like a Rush record, maybe Exit Stage Left. I, in fact, my brother said, but again, I don't know if that was a Christmas present, so I really want to get, I want to hone in. It was freshman yeah. year. I'm going to a Catholic boys' school. There's a, there's a record store called, of course, Vintage Vinyl down the street. Yeah. They specialize in metal. Uh, there's also... You know, I, I think it'll come to me, whatever the hell record. Okay, I'll first gig you went and saw, Matt. First gig I went and saw was E-L, E-L-O. Electric ELO. Light Orchestra, okay. Yes, sir. And, yeah. uh, and then, I like and their then version of that Chuck Berry song. Uh, which one did they do? Road all, all over Bayhoe. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I remember that, actually. I remember that bit as a little kid. I didn't uh, like the rest of the shit. He was in the, the move, though, right? Fuck yeah, he was. Yeah, dude. yeah, and I like that. I like that. Yeah, the other guy, the, the boss Chuck. was trippy. What was his name? Uh, Mr. Wood? Roy Wood was Roy Wood, he, yeah. Uh, so uh, let uh, me think, ask you. Let me ask you this. You yes. said something about your pop and the clarinet. Well, no, my dad told me that I had to play the clarinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
more or less. He was like, you got to play in the school band, you know? Okay. Um, so what happened up because of that? So I go, yeah, I'll do that. And then I sort of developed my ear because reading music was hard, but, but, but copying music was easy. So, so I was kind of, I, I kind of, clarinet was a bit of a chore to please my dad, you know? No, and I, look, I can relate yeah. because I took it for 10 weeks in the seventh grade. And Mr. Luna, yeah. the music teacher, said, "What? You try hard, but stop wasting my time, <laughs> your time." And he looked at the class, our time. Yeah. <laughs> that so I never took another music class again. <laughs> That's totally so. So he Mr. Handed you. That's like Mr. Hand in, in, in Fast Times, the, the teacher who says this. He, he backhanded me in the next week. That's a, no. <laughs> if it wasn't for Dee Boone, I wouldn't have got you know. But That's yeah, incredible. I was destroyed. So, but how did your clarinet, your licorice stick adventure end up? <laughs> was fine you know i mean i was able to bullshit through it again just to please my dad um i bullshitted my way through it all the way through fucking senior year of high school i would i would take private lessons to please my dad I oh sat, bitch I sat, who was your sat, teacher sat, do you remember your herb, teacher yeah herb herb steyer who's a friend of my dad's who was a fucking total genius um but, you know you know uh, clarinet dudes used to be band leaders right yes, Artie he, Shaw. Was. He, was, he, he was he was the band leader he he worked for nyu he actually wrote he wrote a march called west fourth i remember which is which is the street that nyu is on oh, um, west fourth yeah i know yes you sent me this thing called viagra boys i want to play that oh now. yeah oh yeah yeah
survive the golden ratio. The only thing keeps us alive. I'm singing 1.618. Oh, free, free nine. Two fat ladies send five the golden ratio. Interesting times I'm singing 1.618 Oh, free, free 
through the parking lot I see cars lined up like army cars In my mind you're on the Chelsea block Where do you picture me? Oh, so powerful You smell 
the sky view imposter at his numberless address and celestial protectors that you fly to all carry-ons are locked inside
What for Pedro show? That chunk of music started off with the Agra Boys with Blue Bone. Yes. But Matt uh, enlightened us later to that. But next was the Hellbians, brand new out of Brighton, England. Spots slash Cornflake Man at the helm. Hell yeah, Spot. Bra- brand new out of Australia from Tropical Fuckstorm. This is called Great the band. Golden Ratio. Great fucking band. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whole, uh, and, and the label too, Joyful Noise out of Indiana. Really cool label. Good, really yeah, cool good, label. good people. Uh, here's DNA, great band, uh, Ardo Lindsay and Ikoi Mare. This was the version with Tim Wright on bass. <laughs> I got to see him at Hong Kong Cafe. This is live at CBGB, June 25, nineteen eighty-two, maybe towards the end there. And them do, uh, doing a cover, a whole lot of love, oh, shit. which was stolen <laughs> by. Uh, we don't have to discuss that. Then Model Home featuring Few Few Son P H E W. Outcome. Um, Naked Intentions, Adam Trumbo with Outcome the Boxing Gloves, XV with Why Don't You Go Away, You Don't Turn Me On by The Fall. This is them playing live May 23rd, 1977 in Manchester. Ooh. I got to see them here. They they played with uh, Blurt and Divine Horseman, downtown L.A., and the singer just stared at the kick drum the whole time. Now, the bass man now has a radio show in England on Radio 6. One of the great bass Mark bass Riley, bands. yeah, great cat, Mark Riley. Yeah, so cool. Got, so guided cool. by voices, Dave, uh, Robert Pollard, yet again. Dayton delivers, right? Every other month, you've got a new album from this cat. Eyes of, the, of Your Doctor, then Out of Texas, How I Quit Crack with Fear Evasion, and finally, something you sent me, Matt, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. A strange kindness. Yes. Okay. That was it. So, but let's get back to the journey, Matt Sweeney. He's, uh, let's he's, go. He's on the fucking uh, licorice stick. So you get to senior in high school. Because I'm gonna, ask, I was gonna ask you about after school, not graduating, but in the mm-hmm. afternoon when you get done, do you do the basement man, the garage band, the bedroom yeah. band? Do you yeah. do it with the clarinet? Hell no, man. So, 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 so the, the clarinet is this thing to please my dad. But then when I turn 12, my dad says, I know that you want to get an electric guitar. So I bought you a bass. <laughs> so, wow. uh, so he bought me a red PVT 40 bass, surprised me with it. And he said, you know, your brother and I did some asking around. My brother was really talented. His remains like he's this incredible musician, uh, Greg. And, uh, so he was already playing. Yes, he was already had, had it had been established that he was good at drums, you know, um, like since he was like eight or nine. And uh, so uh, so the, my dad said, I've been talking to your brother and we've decided that a, a ba- you know, there's too many guitar players. So a ba- bass is a better idea. So there I was and I had a red PVT 40 and I was like, all right, cool. What, 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 Matt, what about Amplifier? PV, PV powered, uh, one, it was like a cube size thing. Damn it. I probably will. Mississippi Marshall. Have you been Meridian? Hell yeah. It's in North, uh, East uh, Mississippi. I, I Meridian. It it's a Meridian. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been to the original PV store. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I've dri- driven through the town, but I haven't stopped at the store. Okay. Stop. stop. It's amazing. It's got, you, you know, like, I don't know if it's even there, but it, it was really on its last legs. So, I, so I, I, do you and your brother make like a bass drum rhythm section? You know, we are just started doing that now, and one of the, and one of the most fucked up things is that we never did it sooner. Uh, you would think now, that did that he would have, be the he thing. He had the drum set up at your pad, right? 
tell you about it, but 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 I so so the, the the deal was is so so seventh grade. All of a sudden, I got this red base, you know. Yeah. And and my friends, my 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 best friends are starting to play music, and so a band kind of comes together really quickly with my friend Richie Schneider playing drums, uh, uh, Greg Colasanti playing guitar, and uh, this really rad guitar player named Bruce Boyko. Oh, and Greg Colasanti sang as well. And this, this kid named Bruce Boyko, who was the smartest kid in our school, the biggest juvenile delinquent in our school. I, when our band played, yeah. we did like Rush covers and Zeppelin covers. We played at the talent show. We got the plug pulled on us, and Bruce took a swing, holding his Les Paul in one hand, took a swing at the vice principal with the other on stage. What so Bruce Boyko was the coolest one. What's the, the name time. of this band? We were called Syrinx after the Rush song. Temples yeah, we Syrinx. are the priests at the temple. Yes, 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 all that the shit. Drummer so wrote, the drummer wrote the words, right? Or, he sure did. And, actually, and, and, actually and, the second drummer, I think. That's right. And, 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 and he had, uh, you know, I, I find there, there, there is a charm and a sweetness to rush that 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 I will never stop loving because that you know people have a lot of opinions about them but oh yeah even even their horrible politics back then are it's it's the politics of a sweet you know teenage Canadian trying to figure out what what to make of his life you know like like well I fell asleep at the with the gig with the guy in front of the star. It's like yeah, yeah, opera. 2012. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's and then and then I after. took another friend to see him 30 years later, and I fell asleep at that gig too. <laughs> it got, got bookended. But you know, if you're playing a trio, everybody thinks you're in the rush. So that gig, even though it was kind of a defeat, it was kind of a victory because of the bravery of your singer. Well, I mean, yeah, and 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 it, I would kill. I really wish that I could hear what we did because, again, I'd never played an instrument before, and all of a sudden, I'm fucking playing. Living, loving, made. I'm playing. You know, playing there's a lot of like, notes in the Getty know, Lee uh, bass. So, how do, well, man, how'd you learn that? Did you ever take bass bass lessons? Like so, you did clarinet lessons? So, so part of the deal was that there's this guy in my hometown of South Orange, New Jersey, who gave guitar lessons, and his his name. Uh, I wonder if I, 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 I'll I'll I'm gonna decide whether I say his name or not because I'll I'll, I'll tell you a story. It's it's nothing terrible, but um. So he's the guy in town. He's got a cool sounding name and everybody seems to take guitar lessons from him. And his deal is he will teach you whatever rock song you want to learn. Great. So I go there and he's a nice guy and he's a big Catholic. He kind of has a little bit of of an agenda sort of talking a little bit about religion and stuff like that. But sure enough, he's good on like you can bring him a rush record and he sort of slopes, you know, kind of show you how to play it or whatever. And so I, I can't remember, I was playing guitar and bass. I think I'd take some bass lessons, but he was like, you know what, let's just move you over to, to, to guitar. So start taking guitar lessons. Where did you get the guitar? He had a bunch in his Oh, it's there. his. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I would just play on the guitars there. And, and, I, and I took to it really quick. I, 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 think, I, I don't know why, but for some reason I was able to, to, get, to be able to like play a Littler strings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Little, yeah, it's, it's, it's wimpier. So, so uh so I loved it, um, but, but, but it was funny. So, so one of the last, a, a big memory is I come in and Buzz is out of sorts. I, that, his name is Buzz. That was his first name. And, uh, and, and he, Good he says, name. he says, he says, you know, Matt, I always tell kids that they, that, that I'll teach them whatever song that they want to learn. But 
a kid brought in a, some music that was just, it wasn't music and it was evil and it was bad. And I had to ask the kid to stop taking lessons from me. Whoa. So, right. You know, and, and I was like, what, what was the song? He goes, I don't even want to talk about it. It had some bits of a death and death was in the title. Blah, blah, blah. So a couple of years later, I get a phone call from a kid that I kind of knew from around who was like kind of the coolest kid in my hometown. Uh, and, he, he he says, "Hey, I'm friends with Greg Ginn. I want to start a band." Uh, I was like, "And and you know, I, I want to try to make a record for SST." And I was like, "Okay, cool." You know, so then this kid tells me, "You know, I actually called you before because we had the same guitar teacher, and he tried to put us together in a band, but then I brought in Black Angel Black Angel's Death Song to learn." Lou Reed, and, the Velvet Underground. Yes, and, and my friend Matt Quigley brought this song in. Sounds a lot like John. Bobby Dylan. I remember uh, John Kaleson, he had to talk Lou out of going that way. Oh, yeah, well, you could hear that. You could hear that in those recordings. In, yeah. In, in that, have you heard that? Remember, they, well, that? they had a third guy, that Angus guy. They were kind of, a, kind of avant-garde at first, right? Yeah, well, well, that's the thing, you know, Kale's whole thing was like, yeah, he loved the, he liked the tension between an avant-garde thing and a, and, and a narrative songwriter thing. And, you know, they really fucking, they picked up right where they left off with songs for Drella. Like, like I don't know if you saw that, but there's a there's a performance movie of Kale and Lou Reed doing songs for Drella. And Kale's whole thing was like, I didn't want them to be a rock band. I wanted them to, you know, to keep on going. To, I wanted to run down this thing, this idea of of, of Viola and, and, you know, this other thing that we were doing. And I was so, because it's Kale, he was like, I'm so mad that we didn't get to do that. And, and. Check out Songs for Jarella, the live stuff. If, if that's you want to that's see Lou Reed weird. and John Cale doing songs for Andy Warhol. So fucking good. Yeah. So fucking good. But yeah, Matt, you know, I'm uh, sorry so, to give you scissors here, but we're at the end of the first hour of the December 3rd, 2022 edition. Wapito Show special guest, Matt Sweeney. Hold tight for hour two. What up? December 3rd, 2022. It's the second hour of the Wap for Pedro Show. <laughs> Sliding down grassy slopes to where we can be alone. 
throne is down And everybody is turning out And I'm alone with my thoughts Red lights are turning me In the shadows of these L.A. streets I let you know just what it cost There's a fog upon L.A.
Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Bonnie Prince Billy and Matt Sweeney doing What Are You? Then we had Eugene Chadbourne from North Carolina with the Red Tiddlywink. Yeah, uh, Garrett T. Caps in Nassau County with Thin It All. Tom Hall after that. Yesterday, today, forever. Tim Hill yes. rain delay. He had some rain here yesterday, last night. Rain in here. Well, but here don't a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, again, but this time it's Matt Sweeney and Bonnie Prince Billy, a little order rearrange with Make Worry for Me. So a little Louisville connect. 
Okay, yeah, I've never seen him play this gig. He's like wearing cutoffs and zoris and shit. He's a, he's a tripper. I, I dig him big oh, yeah. time, big time. Oh, yeah. So get back to the story. What happens with Spherinx? Oh well, so Spherinx, uh, we don't we we play a couple of shows. We play our drummer's bar mitzvah. We play the uh, we play the high school. I don't start a band with Matt Quigley because he tried to learn Black Angels Death Song from my guitar teacher. So nothing happens with that. Spherinx just kind of we we go our separate ways because. Uh, we, we, we were in junior high and then we all went to different high schools. So that was the end of Searing's. And also probably at around the end of eighth grade is when I saw my first copy of Thrasher magazine. And then... Oh, you get involved with the movement. Everything changes. And I read the Puss Zone and I read all these about all these bands. And all of a sudden I meet this guy, Frank Longo, and he knows about hardcore and punk rock. And you're contaminated, and yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah it, it's just, you know, it's 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 complete and total you know uh and and so what you make I, a punk band not it took a minute it's funny it's not until my senior year that i have a band okay. and by that and by that point we were pretty fully for we were like a post sst band <laughs> wow okay what yeah. were you called um, we, that band was called Skunk. Okay. Um, and and uh, who was in uh, Skunk? Matt Quigley, the guy who... Oh, who, the guy who you just uh, left. Okay. That's the, that's the guy who... That, that's how we started the band. It was like, hey, you know, I, I want to learn how to play Black Angels Death Song. So my teacher fired me and now I'm back and I'm friends with Greg Ginn. Let's do a band. Let's get signed to SST Records, says Matt Quigley. So we started a band. I started a band with Steve Apicella, who was my childhood best friend uh, and, and an unbelievable musical talent uh, who went on to do visual art. And then Matt Coleman, now known as Claude Coleman, who's the drummer of Ween, uh, we that was my high school band, and so we. And what formed, was it, what was the first skunk gig like? We opened up for Sonic Youth. Uh, no, that's a good first gig. gig. It, was, it was pretty fucked. Yeah, uh, that, that was an early gig. The first actual, you know, we weren't calling ourselves Skunk for the first little while. We were called Mighty Joe Young. Whoa. And, uh, and yeah, and then uh, and then we had to change our name. That that was the name of the. Uh, the, the Kind of a King Kong competition movie, right? That's right, yeah. It's kind of better than King Kong, yeah. I would say. Um, uh, yeah, and so, and then we found out that another band was called that. Uh, actually, it turned out that that band was Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> they were also called... Oh, I know them. Yeah, last yeah. Firehose tour was with those yeah, guys yeah, yeah. and Butthole Surfers. Firehose and Stone Temple Pilots? What a weird build. And, 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 but, 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 and Butthole Surfers. What? Oh, okay, that that that's more that was confident. a trippy actually, tour. It was like in '93 or something. So so, but also so, but bumping around a little bit. But we're just kind of talking about high school in general and the post. You know, or you know, you, you grow up on the on the rock and roll, or you know, on the rock, the radio rock, and then the the progressive rock, and then you get the Thrasher magazine. And weirdly, Butthole Surfers PCP EP somehow got into my hands really early on, like whenever it came out. You know? We played, Minutemen played the first Hollywood butthole surfer gig with big boys. And they oh come out, uh, Gibby comes out with this, uh, I mean, like, like a gallon jar of Vaseline. He says, we're going to have a party tonight. <laughs> they didn't have Teresa yet and King. They had a, by the way, we lost Teresa. Jeez, I know. Very such sad. A they had a, a, a drummer. I can't remember his name, but, but, the, but the bass player they called Quinn. Quinn. Quinn the Eskimo, yeah. But, but, but Paul used to sing half the tunes and stuff. So, so you can't uh, you can't remember the first skunk gig uh, or Mighty Joe Young gig. Uh, uh, 
I, you know, I, oh, we played, uh, I'm pretty sure that we played at a high school dance last minute. Any, any th violence threatened with the vice principal? No, okay. no, weirdly not. No, because already, even by that point, we weren't, we sent a more Look, like a metal band. You gave me this like project <laughs> called Endless Boogie. You know, oh, I yeah. think that's the name of a fucking Can Heat song that's a whole side of a record. <laughs> it's a John Lee Hooker, yeah, it's a John Lee Hooker album. That, that, that too, that too. Well, you know, yeah, they were big. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's listen.
will the awkward years be done? Don't be turning into debonair, letting go of ancient history. Learn at the foot of the stairs, captivated by poetry, drifting along in a daydream. When will the awkward years be done? Can't we all just roll down a hill? The garden it breathes, the dogs are sneeze. Are you buck toothed? Are you not knee? I'm gonna call up Jeff and giggle at a stupid riff. There are things you can never get over, but you can't live at that depth.
Back for Pedro show. That chunk, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting enlightened here to the blues and the, the owl voice. Mm, the he, he was beautiful. I, love it. I think a Boston guy too, but man, he was deep he was. into the shit. He was. He was a deep scholar. Which, 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 which goes to show you what Sly Stone said. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. That chunk of music really started right. off with Endless Boogie, mm-hmm. style of jamboree. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dan Jones and the Squids out of Kansas City, Missouri. When will the awkward years be done? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gullum's a red planet. This is Harvey out of uh, Akron, Ohio with Moed. Ray Shin. He used to have a band called uh, Waitresses, right? Oh, man. Amazing Ray band. Shin with the Watchers. Larry Bose, Become Myself Again. And finally, Zwan, Number of the Beast. Look, we didn't talk about this. these two tunes with uh, Bonnie Prince Ch- uh, Billy. What's, what's mm-hmm. this about? Well, I do uh, made a couple of records with Will Oldham, aka Bonnie Fritz Billy. That that one is called Super Wolf, and one is called Super Wolves. So we kind of refer to the thing that we do as Super Wolf or Super Wolves. Um, and it's a thing where Will writes the lyrics, and he sends them to me via email, and then I make up songs with those lyrics. A la, oh, wow. you know, did you ever see that movie he was in where they go camping? So good. 
so 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 good. Uh, God damn it! What is that called? It's so it's, good. I can't remember the title, but it's a trip for oh, thing. Especially the way right. it ends, it's like fucking so bleak. I'm just him being yeah. this weirdo, like walking the streets. Um, yeah, he's, he's incredible. He's okay, okay, ba- back to Skunk. How does Skunk, yes. how does Skunk end up? Skunk ends up signing to Twin Tone. Minneapolis. Uh, we, yes, weirdly. And because by the time that we sort of crystallized the sound, we really did, we, we did have a very Minneapolis-y sort of sound. Um, and were you guys torn? No, we did. We ended up, so, so Twin Tone puts out the record. We toured, we did the... We did the full band tour. We played, let me try, try to think, we, bands that we opened for were Decroitzen, L7. L7, uh, out, you mean the Larissa one or the one out here? Oh, God, I wish the Larissa one. Um, uh, no, no, I, I got I, to I, play, I, with the, because that was before Laughing Hyenas with John, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge, Larissa Strickland, I got to see her a lot with Laughing Hyenas. She's one of the greatest to ever fucking do it. Was that your first torn? was with Skunk? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. No, you know, Matt, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm working on the mind reading, but until then, we got to use some words. Oh, which words? Which words? (laughs) Any words to help me with the timeline, because I can't reach inside your head and find out what it was. That's why I'm asking you. I know these questions sound fucking imbecile. I I see that you're going, okay, so first tour, uh, I'm like 20 years old. We must have toured in like 1990 or something like that. Yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, And, uh, you know, by that point, I'd seen a shit ton of bands. Um, you know, me me and Quigley and those guys, we used to see Firehose all the time. I, I, Minute Men I missed every fucking time because it was a school night. Every time. I'm so pissed. I was Sorry. just looking at some gig in 85 that y'all played at Irving Plaza. I remember when the gig happened. That's at the end. Me. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I think that was Co-Conspirators Tour is the fall of 85. Because yeah, the last was... tour actually is like tertiary markets, I think they call it, with R.E.M., but... The right. last full-on Minuteman tour, that that one you could have saw, and he had that earlier that day bought a red knob Fender Twin amp because the one in uh, the suit he had a Super Twin, right? The fucking mm. loud ass things, and it got a bad ground and melted the strings to the mic stand. I said you ain't playing this anymore, so he bought right. that at Manny's. You know that whole Forty Eighth Street thing is gone now. Totally gone, dude. And t- I mean, as you can imagine, it was you know FAO short. It, it was dreamland for for me, you know, like well, as a kid. Yeah, about. we buy guitars. I remember seeing Paul Stanley through the window, and I couldn't say anything. But I pointed <laughs> at him and I mouthed at him, "Is that you?" And he mouthed back at me, "Yeah, it's me." That's a, there's actually a Kiss song called. There there is a Kiss song called "Is That You?" So is that right? I could tell him, because yeah. he had the rose on his fucking uh, on his shoulder. Arm. Yeah, shoulder, a tattoo. So okay, okay. So you guys do some tours, you get on a, okay, a yeah, Twin yeah. So, Tone so label? It's, 1990, it's 1990, I'm on, we're on the Twin Tone label, uh, and we weren't, we, our band had our strengths and weaknesses, but it was kind of a mess, it was like one of those first bands, we, we, all of our songs had a million parts, you know, uh, everybody wrote songs, There, uh, lots and lots of parts, really dense, really fucking dense, and not too, we weren't... Maybe you were heralding back to your rush uh Totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was just a fucking mess. Um, uh, but, uh, and also, we were like, we were also like hanging out. You guys at, at like Firehose gigs. I was at the City Gardens gig with Andrew Weiss because Andrew Trent, Weiss, uh, the basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right. And and uh, and Andrew produced us and Ween. So Andrew had these two high school bands. That, he had that, a band that, called with a sim called Scornflakes. Yeah, Scornflakes. And before and that, Russ, before that, they were called Turds with Corn in them. Ooh. <laughs> Look, I'm about to play this. Uh, and then Regressive Aid. Shout out to Regressive Aid, which was Andrew and Sims' other band. They were amazing. Oh, is it? Is it? 
Look, oh, I can't right play there. anything because we're at the end of the second hour, December 3rd, 2022 edition of Wap Special Get Mass Sweeney. Hold tight, Power <laughs> 3. December 3, 2022, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
talking off air about how one cat influences another cat. John Coltrane talks about that. It's trippy because you get influenced by a dude that you might not even know who he's influenced by, and then in turn you're influenced by that kind of invisible, we ain't saying puppet strings, but it's just trippy. Uh, We started the third hour off with Matt Sweeney and Iggy Pop doing trippy version. I I, I dig this version of the Velvet Underground European Sun. Thank you, Mike. Right, right. Springtime after that, which is Side Proj, Australia. Maybe it's got one of the uh, Tropical Fuckstorm people. But I know Jim, on White, drum- Jim White. That's what Jim I was going to say. On drums, for sure, it's mm-hmm. Jim White. He's got the hairiest mm-hmm. back in the rocket, and he's beautiful drummer, man. And the hairiest style. Yeah, he's just beautiful. I love when he's got the sna- uh, tambourine on the snare drum, and he's just... This is Names of the Plague. And then Crane, after that, the time has come. Lum and the Texas Homewreckers. I think Fukuoka, 
Japan, sitting here miles apart, and then finally Mike Molnar, the good timers. So t- tell me how this this version of the European Sun came up around. Well, so um, my buddy Josh Hami did a record with Iggy and went from Queen, uh, Queen of Soul, Stone Age people. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm really old, old close friends with Josh, and and he played me. He's like, look what I did, and he played me a couple of songs. He was just working on them, and uh, I think he was like mixing them. And uh, and I just actually, my girlfriend Jr. was like, just said, you have to play in this band. You have to whatever this is, you want, you have to get in on this. So so I kind of what I just bugged Josh. I said, if you ever do anything with this record, if you end up touring this record, I'll I won't be your friend anymore unless you let me in the band. Or something to that effect, uh, and uh, so I got the gig that way. I saw you uh, play with them at the Hollywood Bowl. At Ig asked me, "No, it was the Greek." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, the only weird show of the tour. I remember, we had some sound issues. Um, I thought it uh, sounded really good. You guys opened with Sister Midnight. No Stooges. It was all like idiots. I was stuff. only yeah, zero Stooges. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I thought I, that I was balls you. out. I, I dug it. I dug it a lot. And Thank you, you, you so worked much. the bass. Really well, man. I thought oh, you did you, really man. well, and Josh yeah, also. In fact, Josh put together a great band from. So this came out of that. Okay, well, let, yeah, yeah, can that, we that, go that, back I, again? Can we go yeah. back again? Because I know we got to skunk. But when I, when I first heard of you was a band called Chavez. How did that? Yeah, happen? man. Yeah, um, that that uh, that's you know kind of that and Super Wolf are kind of the two things that I sort of think are like are the two things that I hang my hat on. I suppose uh, as far as like if you want to know what the kind of shit I do. The loud stuff is like Chavez, and the and the prettier stuff, I suppose, is or the quieter stuff is like is the Superwolf stuff. But Chavez was a band. So uh, Skunk breaks up. I'm totally miserable. I don't know what I'm gonna fucking do with my life. I figure that I'm a total failure. I'm like living at home. I dropped out of college. I got no banding. Got shit. And uh, a guy named Dave Reed asked me. He had heard that I played bass, which wasn't really tr- true, but but I mean, but whatever. And, and and he's like, and he invited me to play in a band. With James you Lowe mean from you Black didn't have Star. that red PV bass anymore? You... I know. I fucking I don't know where the fuck that thing is. God damn it! I'd love to have that. Um, but anyway, he he goes. You don't use goes, it. You lose it. So you like kind yeah, of yeah. lost ability. So, so, okay. so, so he's like he's like, hey, I'm doing a band with a guy from Live Skull, and I was a fan of Live Skull. I was like, oh cool. So, oh yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, that's they got. Uh, they were four piece, and then they got uh, Talia to sing. It's right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So, so and James Lowe. Tom uh, Payne. Tom Payne. Tom Payne. Yeah. Tom Payne. Mark C. James God, my Lowe, memory. Tali. My memory. <laughs> yeah, really impressive. Um, so uh, you guys put together Chavez out of that? Well, well. So Chavez. So I'm this. I'm still like a kid, but I'm like a big fan. And all of a sudden, I'm in New York City, and I get to try doing a band with a guy from Live Skulls. You know, just I was just like asked, "Do you want to join this band?" And the guy had already written the songs. So I was like, "Okay, cool." So I meet James Lowe, and I'm, all of a sudden I'm playing bass with this, with the like the god of no wave drums, as far as I'm concerned, James Lowe yeah. of Live Skull and Swans, etc. And so, uh, so that band was called Wider, and that band played for a little while. Matador was really interested in the band, then for various reasons, the, the band split, split up. But I, I, I ended up starting a band with James Lowe, and that was that that uh, and Clay Tarver, who was the uh, who is my best friend, who I started the band Chavez with. So me and Clay had been talking about doing a band and I was doing this other, I was doing this noisy uh, band with, with the live skull dude. And then I basically convinced the live skull guy to try playing with, with me and clay. And we were so blown away that he thought that we were cool enough to play with that, that that's, that's basically how Chavez started. With, what was the first Chavez gig like? 
Man, I was so fucking nervous. That was like, you know, so so that's the thing. Like, you do a bunch of bands, you do a bunch of things, and then finally, like, you kind of come to the. Uh, like, this is my story. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't lucky enough to to crack the code the the, the first time around. Like, you did what? You know? Like, hey, look, so, there's still <laughs> gigs are still pants shitters for me, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So so that gig, God damn it, it was it had to just probably at CBGBs. Had to be at CBGBs. Um, was a success. It fucking was. Ah, it great, does. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, now, but the band don't last long. Well, the band lasts, but we can't. It's a weird time, you know. It's it's like because I have a day job. Everybody's got day jobs, and it's like ninety. I think our first record comes out in ninety five. Second record comes out in ninety six. Probably by ninety eight, we weren't doing. It. Yeah, I guess we only did it for four or five years. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the next thing I heard of you was U.S. Maple. I didn't do that. I just look like the guy in U.S. Maple. Oh, is that it? Fucking totally, stupid totally. Yeah, no, really Oh, my God. Oh, no, my God. I'm so uh, embarrassed. No, look, dude, I, dude. we got to play some headbox.
Give me my $50,000 with your friends. And believe it or not, I don't have one lousy stinking dollar. Ten years in jail. That's your business. Thank you. 
my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. The night, as I lay sleeping, I dreamt a lie. Entered my heart when I awoke. I was mistaken, ah, but the curtains were still blown apart. see the DNA gig. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, people, last music for this edition. We start off with Head Boggle doing Reverie, then Baham Boy with uh, Van Cleef Cub, John Bender with 1612220342. Maybe something to do with a date. And then finally, Matt Sweeney on guitar, Yousef, with Yousef yeah. doing You Are My Sunshine. Yes. Be beautiful singer, man. Jesus Christ. How did that happen? Uh, that was, a, okay, so I ended up, so Chavez stops. Also, I want to say that the, the Chavez song that we played, Unreal is Here Now, the, the vocal line uh, is stolen uh, from Straight Jacket, the Minutemen, from your bass line. I actually stole oh, the melody. Punch line. Twirler pentatonic thing. For some reason, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, that's one of my favorite little... 
music pieces. A little pirouette, right? A little dance. Yeah, dude, it's it's part of my DNA. And I remember when I was trying to come up with a vocal line for that song, I was sitting there with the guitar and started playing that 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 line. I was like, okay, wait, I'm just gonna I'm gonna morph this into a vocal line. Um, So thanks for that. (laughs) Um, You're very welcome. I probably borrowed it from James Jamerson or so. (laughs) Oh my God, the greatest. Um, But anyway, so so what happens? I ended up I ended up after all the shit. I made a record called Superwolf, and Rick Rubin heard it, and he really loved it, and he and he started asking me to play on records. And he and was a bass man for a band called Hose. Yeah, man, I saw them play. Tell me something good, right? Cover. They they they, uh, they did uh, they did they were doing a Black Sabbath. They you know they were really flippery. They were really <laughs> yeah, yeah, flippery. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, but anyway, so but so I ended up working with Rick, and Rick was like like. Just that was the big kind of life change thing where, 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 and also I never thought that I was that good in the studio, but all of a sudden I got asked. Actually, by the time that I made the Super Wolf record, I, I think that I had kind of gotten okay at music. So, and, so Rick Rubin and, gave you the connect to play with Yusuf. Fucking massive, yeah. And, and Neil Diamond and Adele what, what are you guys doing shit. right now? What, what, with, well, well, well let's say this. Let's say this. Do you have a website people could find you on right now, or are you just part of Merch Things? I'm kind of a dickhead i don't okay I okay <laughs> but people he's all over the commercial ones and stuff but one day I, there'll be a matt sweeney.com there's yeah yeah you know i should i should put it all together but if you want to check out what i do check out the the, the last album of my music that came out was called super wolves that came uh, out you know what i bet your discogs.com has good oh, entry dude. on you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hit, hit discogs and you can see the shit that i've done so, but, so but, right right in this moment right now what are you working on matt I'm working on some songs to try to figure out what I'm going to do. You mean like Matt Sweeney music? Not not Sidemouse, but Matt Sweeney the man. Well, yeah, like the Super Bowl stuff, like that song, What Are You, I played actually. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I sing, and that, 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 that's one number of the beast, that's me singing. I, I, I'm just low-key about shit, like, like, but. But that's what so, you're yeah. working on right now, Get to, to make yeah, the key yeah, up, yeah. not so low, like raise I, up the key a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so so yeah, so I'm working on my I'm, I'm working on my own stuff. I think probably my girlfriend Jr. will probably do. I, I think I want to make a record with her. Um, I just did some really fun stuff. Are you going to call that Super Wolf? No, no. I think we might call it Ass Boys or something else. Ass Boys. Sure. Yeah, Ass Boys. I think would be. I remember really there good. was the Ass Ponies. Remember them? I re- yeah, yeah. I think I, it was I, some I, of the I, cats from uh, that Kansas band, that Lawrence band. I, I, or was it? Yeah, ask, or were they Ohio? I can't fucking remember. Or were they but, but Ohio or something? Okay, my memory is so bad. But look, what I'm doing is I'm trying to invite you. When you and your girlfriend get this record done, will you guys come on the show? We could talk about the whole new project. I would love that. I, I I will keep you abreast of, of of anything that I think you need to know that I'm doing, Mike. Be because I want you back on because we ran out of fucking time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's a lot man. to talk about for sure, man. Okay. And thank you so much. Yeah, I could fucking. Yammer with you for a yeah lifetime and a half okay. easily and 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 I, I I would like to I would like to add that you you've you know like like from since I was a teenage fanboy I've always been so thrilled to talk to you and you've always been fucking cool to me uh, always 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 big so. respect you man I can't wait to hear the new album the, the Ass Boys. So bring it, bring it, not until it's written, like Orson Welles said, no wine before it's time. That's right. It People, it's been the December 3, 2022 edition. Watch for Pedro, so keep your powder dry.